Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to the technical issue written superhero speak i'm your host dave and john i'm jd i have returned and i measure success with the metric system Oh my goodness. We well, actually have a comment that apparently we were live. They could hear us on Facebook Live. Well, ha, shit. I told you, didn't I? Say, <laughs> what would be great if they could hear this? <laughs> I was going to think the same thing. I'm like, boy, it's too bad people can't hear the stuff we're going through before. I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> Something about feet and Quentin Tarantino. So, Oh, yeah, because I mentioned my toes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're canceled. Um, uh, we were canceled a long time ago. Fair. <laughs> How is everyone doing? JD, since you weren't here last week, how are you? <laughs> Had a cough first. The prodigal son has returned. I am back from my yearly jaunt to Fargo, North Dakota. Doing pretty good tournament. Pretty happy. Yeah? We, Did you win? We won the, the girls division, the girls junior division. I'm not a girls coach, but our state did. We won the Greco 16U division, and we took third in the Greco junior division. And when they totaled up all the tournaments, we, Illinois, edged Pennsylvania by six points for the overall title. Hey! So. Oh, it's a crying shame. Yes. Yay. <laughs> L-I-N-I. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, it was a good week. Drove home last I got the. I caught up with my family at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. We went to the aquarium and walked through Nickelodeon Studios. So I got to see them for a couple hours. And then I picked up the dog on the farm. And now it's just the two of us for a week because my wife says I always come home from Fargo sick and she doesn't want to get sick. So I have the house to myself for a week. Oh, hence why you were on before we actually started. Because I had nothing else to do. (laughs) Perfect. How about you, Johnny boy? Speaking of sick, I got my COVID booster on Saturday and spent yesterday flat on my back and most of today pretty much the same feeling like I had the flu. But... I had to get it because next weekend I'm going to Otakon in Washington, D.C. I'm finally doing something for myself, even though I am I'm really trying not to pack my Superhero Speak t-shirt and my recorder. I was so, going to say, why didn't you try to get press passes? Because come on, we, you, it gets you in the door. You don't really have to interview anyone, but it would have gotten no, you in the door. See, for I can't do that. If I'm going to get press passes, I'm going to do press and I'm doing this for myself. We're going to do plenty of running around during the New York Comic Con. And it's been a while since I've actually taken a vacation just for myself, not watching my nephews for my sister or going to a con for superhero speak. 
So I'm, if I go and I get an interview, I get an interview, but uh, otherwise I'm just there to enjoy it. Holiday road. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Neither one Holiday of you can sing. Road. Yeah, no shit. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Don't, I can hit the, I can still hit those notes at least, but hmm. cool. Well, so otherwise, yeah, that and, and overdosing on, on one piece. We'll talk about oh, that later. I thought you were going to say meth. No, that no. too. I've got my, my little bottle hairs. Oh my God. What do you, what well, do you think keeps my ADD in check? Meth? Okay. I hope you enjoy Otakon. It's a crack. <laughs> no. You do deserve some time to relax. Yeah. So. Otherwise, oh God, only dads. <laughs> Drew says, you're home alone showing your feet on the internet, only dads. Dude, if I could make extra money doing that on the side, the problem is, is I, okay, real talk right now. I have ridiculous toenail fungus from years of wearing grody-ass wrestling shoes and like being in like locker room showers and stuff like that, like it's gross. My wife says um, I have to sleep with my socks on. They have a cream for that. They do not have creams for that. They have special treatment for it. It's expensive, exhausting, and I don't have the attention span to go. I have a dream, guys. I have a wish. I have a dream that we can get through an episode without talking about feet. That's all I'm saying. We never talk about feet. This is the, I've been on this show for six years. This is the first time the you socks. guys have heard about my gross-ass toes. Socks. We talked about socks. The no-show socks a few weeks ago. Well, we did talk about that two weeks ago. That's true. We, we can stick to the metric <laughs> system. That's fine. No problem. I made a metric system joke earlier. John tied it back. Bravo, sir. Dave, how was your week? <laughs> it, was, it was good. You want to feel your age? Babysit your twin five-year-old and three-year-old granddaughters. My daughter went to a concert yesterday with her husband to see Cake. Which... Did they go the distance? Oh, it's Cake song. Uh, oh, this is I know. Dad, What's this the, is what is it? Long... Joke episode. She's what going the distance. She's going for speed. Oh, She's all okay. Over. Okay, oh, I know. What's long what's the one time. long, long coat? Yeah, uh, she's got a long, long coat and a long jacket. So like, I forget how that one goes. Yeah, that's the one I know I've heard before. Oh. Um, so yeah, like Scotty, so I'm early. just tired today. Plus, the night before, I was at my girlfriend's and with her two of her sons, we were sitting around drinking copious amounts of alcohol to prep so, yourself for the weekend with your granddaughters. Am I right? A <laughs> little bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Mentally preparing for being tortured. No, actually, I was shocked. They were really good. They were quiet most of the time. We watched Wreck-It Ralph and Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Wrecks the Internet, which I hadn't seen before. How was that? And it's cute. Fine. Um, it's, it's fine. fine. It's basic, yeah. Same basic story as the first one, just this time it takes place on the Internet as opposed to in the arcade. But yeah. But yeah, no, it was fun. I like Wreck-It Ralph more than Ready Player One. It's like the same movie, basically. Basically, but in Ready Player One, the player doesn't screw something up that then he has to fix. Whereas Wreck-It Ralph it's brings the like, alien into it's the... still like the same exact story. Or the bug, the cybug. Yeah. I think the best part of that is that Fix-It Felix and the, the commander end up together getting married. That's just like a weird thing out of left field. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And they're still married in the sequel. Ha! They didn't go for the obvious drama. <laughs> Finally. Just Hollywood marriages, man. You got to root for him. You want him to last. It's like Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Yes, exactly. We have very wholesome Instagram content, by the by. <laughs> but yeah, that's that was my week. I did not get. I did not watch the latest episode of what you call it. Even you've fallen off the wagon. It seems based on that article you said, not many people have been. 
Yeah. yeah, so we can talk about that real quick before we get into social media madness. Yeah, it's apparently its ratings are doing so low, they're going to actually put it on Hulu along with Disney Plus to try to get more people to watch it. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, it's. I've been telling you guys, people are a little burnt out on what Marvel has been doing. Well, also, <clears throat> they took probably like one of the most iconic storylines and they lowballed it. Like I it think, does not, it's, it, it doesn't seem say that. the way it should be. I could see them doing it the way they did it if they had gone bigger, but it just, I hear this, I, thought, it I'm feels gonna, small. Write this down in, in a very real way. I agree with John, write the date down because that doesn't happen. But holy mother of Pete, really? Um, that's one for me. I got but one. There is a consensus. <laughs> I've talked to people like it's boring. It's not good. And they really did not need to drag this out to eight episodes or whatever it's going to end up being. Every, every, yeah, everybody was expecting Fury to have been like faking his injury and, and faking all that stuff. And like in the third or, or fourth episode for him to just start showing that he was already playing everybody behind the scenes. No, it's just. Yeah. It's, and there's no. And, like, and the reveals were horrible. And The reveals and are playing. horrible. There's no like real mystery that he's trying to figure out or anything like that there were so many ways to make this interesting that they didn't do we need to have the tough talk that the secret invasion has never been good the secret invasion comic of the late 2000s was not a great miniseries it didn't end well either it didn't end well like it was pro- a lot of promise a lot of like buck but not a lot of bang. We were so, let off with this big, ooh, Electra's a scroll. Who's a scroll? Who's a scroll? Spider-Woman was a scroll for like three it. weeks. For yeah. three weeks, though. It didn't go back. It didn't change anything. And it wound up being a big anti-religious fundamentalist story, which I don't think anybody really wanted because that, that was the big hook because he is coming. He is coming. He loves you. Yeah. That's what it is. He loves you. And they finally go, who's he? And they go, God. And you're like, really? That's mm-hmm. it? So it lives up to the tradition that Secret Invasion is just, eh. But I mean, that's the whole thing is it doesn't live up to the tradition of them taking storylines from the comics and making them a little bit better. That's true. MCU. And I really feel like they could have done so much with this. They could have made it a mystery where he doesn't know what's going on. And once he thinks he has somebody he can trust, they turn around and they betray him because they're a scroll or a scroll synthesizer or something like that. They could have set it up like that, but it's just like, nah, it's just. Okay. Real question. Is this better or worse than a V? It was a deep cut. V, remember V? The only oh, yeah. V. Oh, no, v. v was V was better. V. V V is v awesome. better. V is a classic. The first V. Yeah. The yeah, second V was v better. Kind of I remember off, V. Both both there were two. Two seasons. Yeah, there's two mini series. There's the one in 83 and the one in 84. The one right. in 84, it's okay. They had the V baby and it's, and it's losing Yeah, it gets weird at the yeah, end. Yeah, but but it was still so but yeah. this it's like similar, right? Because it's an alien invasion storyline. Oh, I but feel it was like so much better with V. That's what I say. If you fall underneath the if you fall underneath the parameters of V, you probably shouldn't have done what you did. Because it's been 40 years since V came, literally 40 years since V came out. And that we're all old. That and so I think that that should be the that should have been the template that this show had followed. And again, I'm not reading or I'm not writing, I'm not writing either. I'm not watching because I'm bored with everything, but it doesn't seem like I'm missing much because nobody likes this show. Kassan's making a good point here. It's It feels like it is an ad in the way for the Marvels. Like they're sending up th- stuff that's going to affect that movie 
And it does feel like they hired an ad agency to write the episodes. See, I, I but that's just... a mistake they've been making since the end of Endgame, where everything has to be an ad for the next thing. And they're not like yeah. just dealing with the story at hand. I think yeah. that, okay, so we have to have another tough conversation that there is a down, there's a downside to continuity, right? And this is like now film fans are starting to feel what comic fans have been feeling since the 1990s yeah. is that this is an event, right? The, the MCU is playing out like event comics where nothing matters. Everything just leads to something else. Nothing can be a self-contained thing. Everything has to be building toward the next thing. And this is why I can't read modern day comics. Cause I feel like we're, we've made the same for the last almost 15 years or so. We're making mistakes over and we're getting back to what made comics shitty in the nineties, right? They, they everything did, is a big summer event now. But the first, yeah. was it three phases like up to Endgame? They did it. Okay. That, yeah, the first three decades was, of the Marvel Universe were great, too, in the comics. And then look right. what happened. Right. But we all thought that since they, they had done the first decade right, and they could had, had hindsight as to what happened with the, the comics, especially in the 90s when it just crashed because nobody wanted to collect 15 different comics just to see one storyline. That's not true. You, you would, they stopped doing it. They haven't stopped doing it because people do because they take advantage of completists most comic fans are obsessive compulsive and have to buy everything that so or else they wouldn't do these things but a sane person goes i don't want this yeah but it's funny like a lot of younger people i know that are into comics they just wait for the trades to come out that's been the thing for a long time which is the way yeah. one probably should wait that's probably the best way too because comics are not written for Comics are not periodical art anymore. They're really written more for these trade, these self-contained trades. And again, that's not a new thing. That's been done for the last damn near 20 years now. Kassan also says continuity works if your creators have the vision to see it and plan it through to the end. When your vision is only a segment of a story, Thanos, everything falls off. I don't I can't necessarily blame the creators on here because again, I'm gonna relate this back to comics. We reached the Bob Harris era of Marvel. Let's look at it like that. That was a stage where everyone and DC recently had this too, the new 52 era where the editors are the ones telling the writers what to write. And I yeah. think we're in the same kind of a place too with Kevin Feige, where he's just, where they're this, they have this thing. This is what we're going to do. This It's not like people are saying, Hey, I have this pitch for X. Literally X. But then and like, but you can say that Feige had this vision to get the Thanos, but mm -hmm. had no idea what really was going to happen next. Cause <clears throat> I don't think any writer really does. You're like a creation is something that evolves as you're doing it. You yeah. can have an idea for this 12 book, 12 issue, 12, whatever saga, but it's going to evolve and change as you grow, as it grows. And that's how creativity works a little bit. Mm. I think the problem is we talked about this before last time I was on the show is Disney. I, forget, I cannot remember the name of the Michael Eisner came back to Disney. Was it Michael Eisner? Is that who's running Disney again? I forget who's running Iger. Disney again. Iger. Bob Geiger. That's Bob Iger. Michael Eisner. Yeah. Michael Eisner's way another era. Bob Iger came back and said, yeah, we're doing too much Disney and Star Wars. All right. Well, who asked Marvel for Marvel and that? Star Wars? Yeah. Who? That's what I said. Marvel and Star Wars. Why? Well, who asked for all that? You guys did. They're serving. They're serving the master. And I mm -hmm. think we've seen from this. If this summer has taught us anything, it's that people are tired of the old franchises. Yeah. Look what happened with Oppenheimer and Barbie. Barbie. They that's are the, killing it right now. They are killing it right now. Like it became a Barbieheimer. Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah. Barbenheimer. It's Barbie made 150 million this weekend, and Oppenheimer made 80. That's a no, great it, weekend. 
80 was domestically i think it made i was, I was a domestic man. like it made its budget back i don't think it made enough to cover advertising but it will but, but it, it will, will. Yeah. for yeah. For, a, for an r-rated biopic that traditionally don't steam up the box office it just caught on like it, it became yeah. like a viral marketing thing with the two movies working together as opposed to an in opposition to each other yeah. right mm-hmm. i think audiences wanted to see something different and it's Barbie, but what I think everyone said, what is a Barbie movie? What do you get when you cross Barbie with Oppenheimer? Barbarella. There was many a night on USA Up All Night where I found myself watching that James so, Bond 1968 you know, it's, classic. It's, it, it, it's funny. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, when I got to my Rod daughter's just when I got to my daughter's yesterday to babysit, and they were she was finishing up getting ready to leave and she said what's karen doing today she i was like oh she said something about maybe going to the movie with her one son he wanted to go see barbie and she's we saw it already like the girls wanted to go so we Corey took the day off of work and we went on Mm -hmm. so yeah that's the thing there's an appeal there to girls there's a huge audience for this movie the young girls and girls who grew up with barbies but again disney should have we're talking about like the comics continuing on this treadmill of storylines tying one into the other and all that. But movies are different. The the people at Disney should have known that they can't do the same thing that they're doing with the comics with the movies because nobody's going to want to say, oh, I want to see this movie. I only have to watch 130 hours of other movies before I see this movie. So I can understand. Right, exactly. Why not just have themselves continue? No one's going to build a Barbie universe. There's not going to be... It's you okay know, to tie them together, but, but not make it like intrinsically part of the story that you, you can't want a Barbie see universe, this. Don't you, JD? I'm not saying I, I haven't seen it yet. I don't want one, but don't put it past him. There's already a Barbie multiverse. How many different Barbies did they sell? I don't know. You'll have that crossover into the American Girl universe. I'm just saying, don't shut the idea of, of them trying to make a sequel or something like that to this. Yeah. All no, I'm, I'm saying, gonna, I'm not oh, saying they're not going to make a sequel, but I don't know if they'll make a universe. What I don't know. I don't know. All I like I said, all I've been saying for years is audiences want something different because they've yeah. been given this, they've been fed the same thing for years and years. And I think they're rejecting because again, it's not that these movies are getting panned at the box office, it's that people aren't going to see them. Like even mm. fast, the people love those fast and the god awful fast and furious movies. And they finally said, ah, maybe I'm done. Finally. You know? Took long enough. But it's like, like the Transformers movie. Just like a Transformer. Nothing has like other than Guardians and Mario Brothers, which kind of came out in the spring. Nothing has grabbed audiences until this thing. This is going to be the 2023 is going to be the summer of Barbie. It is. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move on. The social media madness. Do we have to? We yeah, really we have, have to. to. So first off, last week we had James on the show and James Burton, creator of Damage Inc. And uh, of course, we always end our interviews by asking people, how do you measure success? You make a joke every time every the intro plays, J.D. I, I liked his answer, so I clipped it, and that was one of the clips this week that I put Whoa. out. Whoa. What? Oh, we just got a comment that's that surprised me a little bit. Oh, you're, is that your That's my brother? brother. My brother randomly dropped in. John's name tag made my day. Hey, Matt. My brother just moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Albuquerque, New Mexico, the new home of the, uh, what was the baseball team on the Simpsons? Oh, the Isotopes. That's the their isotopes. minor... That's their minor league ball team is the Albuquerque Isotopes now. Do they call it the Isotopes because it's so hot there? It is actually creating fusion in the air? No, they called it because of the Simpsons. But we went to a ball game and it got rained out. We went to a ball game in the desert that got rained out. Think about it. Kassan says Fast Series pulls a billion each movie that actually proves people don't 
tire of things that catch this your one didn't interest. this yeah barbie's this already made more money right now than the last fast movie did in its entire run it might have done it did fine but it didn't it ain't it's we'll in, just put it's this in a billion it didn't make barbie money <laughs> we got two people who commented <laughs> hey, on the clip on on youtube the first one being james saying he loved the clip the other one being i can't read that name it's not readable but he said this sounds like a jd answer by counting how many enemies you have crushed, how many enemies you were driven before you, and the amount of laminations of their women. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I wondered if it was you, just using like a fake oh, uh, username. Mm-mm. Not you? Oh, okay. I was busy last week. You were. You posted a lot of pictures. Of course, I, we talked. I am a millennial. It's what we do. <laughs> we talked about Deadpool and some casting rumors, and of course, the yellow costume and so i asked people if they were excited about the wolverine and wolver steve who is a nice. who's a wolverine cosplayer and apparently has met you jackman and everything actually replied and said generally think i'm the one of the most excited people on the planet i'm sure there's millions of us too but here's me wolverine deadpool 3 and the real hugh jackman in yellow <laughs> he shared a clip. I don't blame the guy. Yes, promote your TikTok. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, shout out to you. Keep doing your thing. Uh, also, let's see what else we got here. Deadpool casting. What is? It? Come on. Oh yeah, some more on the same thing. Don said, "This is the exciting. This was an exciting image, but I can't help but be pessimistic and say that it's long. That this is going to be some short-lived multiverse Wolverine." It's possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to recast him. The only reason he's there is so that Deadpool can help him kill the Marvel Universe, or the Fox Universe, excuse me. The Fox, Fox Marvel Universe? Mm. Yeah, this is definitely going to be Wolverine kills, or Deadpool kills the Fox Universe. See, everybody will go to see that movie because they are killing off a part of the multiverse that nobody liked. I we'll, for we'll pay one, to see people die. I, for one, have grown tired of the multiverse, sir. I'm sick of hearing about it every time I turn on my television set. Yeah, because everything's a multiverse now, too. Everything uh, is a multiverse. Random Randy Savage tagged Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and said, you want to comment or fight the host? Whatever's easier. We should mention the writer's strike and the actor strike is still going. So Deadpool right, and, and Superman going to take a while to come back. To come yeah, back. We, we all they got to do, all they got, all the studios got to do is sit down and work on the contract and not yeah. be money grubbing dick faces. I was going to say, because we talked about it last week and even Gorilla Brain said it stopped production. So there's no reason to be excited. They didn't stop because they're not going to make it. You want to hear how bad things are? The, the How Amazon, bad are things? Sorry. The Amazon drivers are going on strike. Not UPS. That's a completely separate strike. The Amazon drivers are going on strike. And you know what? You know what Amazon offered them to 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 placate them and get them not to strike? Two 16 ounce bottles of of water for free every day. They have to do. Some of them have to do 400 stops a day in order to break even. Here's like, the deal. Like, okay, this, this, this is the problem with our like the things that I've heard that they're doing to these. Did you see Ron Perlman's short? Mm-hmm. He's, He's ready, ready to, to go. Buyer's ass. 
Yeah, and I, right. there will be a lot of people that would be willing to hold them down. Here's well, the thing. We'll We're going to have these multiple levels of strikes because of the massive inequality what these companies do compared mm-hmm. to the people who actually work for them. Because these companies are not loyal to the people who work for them. They're loyal to their shareholders. And until there's a complete paradigm shift in how this is done, this is what has to happen, right? People have to fight back against these kind of things. Yeah. And welcome to Socialism Hero Speaks. I am J.D., <laughs> And I'm very happy Don't about all these strikes right now. Hey, Dave, Dave's got the perfect example. His workplace literally blew up and he had to fight to get anything out of it. That's true. And I got nothing. And got that's nothing. the way the world works. All yeah, right. The, 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 yeah, the lawyers got stuff, but you didn't. Not also, he's, but also, not if you're famous or not hmm. if you have connections to famous. Then shit sure. gets done. We, we're going to have a really good talk later on. And of course, we also talked about the rumor Ben Affleck was spotted on the set. To which Randy said, say what you will about Ben Affleck, but this guy works. The Flash, Air, and now Deadpool kills the Fox universe. J-Lo must be eating him out of house and home <laughs> the way he's working so hard. Wait. Glad he, he finished that sentence. He was in the Flash, Ben Affleck? He was Batman at the beginning of the Flash. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Duh. We have three uh, different Batman. Yes, that is right. Kassan said, much of the speculation is that the movie will be We'll reset using Deadpool versus Marvel storyline. Yeah, it's the nice way to get the old Marvel actors on screen and kill them off. I'm watching it no matter what. Van City uh, Reynolds has earned my trust. And JAS, who's at Jasmina, said, I think it's a lie. Affleck quit acting a long time ago. Ooh. Um, he was pretty I, good with Batman, though. I, I'm going to say, wait a minute. He's been in three different movies this year or a couple different movies this year he was just an heir what do you mean he quit acting yeah, he's been he ben affleck's reached the phase of his career when he can do whatever he wants whenever he wants yeah he'll be doing like a dr do little movie soon i think if somebody doesn't <laughs> like that see, what, see what people are in they automatically think they're not working because sometimes that's what happens. That's part of the... Okay, that's another reason we're talking about this strike. Is because when these guys don't work, they live on their residuals. Right. Bad. Residuals are bad. Actors are they used, bad people trying to make they money. Used to be to make to live on the re, they used to be able to live on residuals, though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the problem is these, are stu- these streaming giants spent billions of dollars to create these giant streaming platforms that aren't making any money, and they can't pay anybody. Yeah, I'm with you, JD. Odd place to take a breath. I think that's what Dave was reading the thing. I, I can't remember the joke I made. Because <laughs> that was a snarky remark. She wanted to say he doesn't act well anymore. That's debatable. That's subjective. Did he ever act well? I don't know. Randy says, Ben Affleck is banging J-Lo. He is a god among men. Two, much like Grover Cleveland, on two non-consecutive occasions. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Yeah, that's, that, that's, possibly, that, that's possibly my deepest cut. You, you, you got to remember. we the worst possible, worst possible joke. Because no one will get it, especially anyone under the age of thirty. I don't they, think. <laughs> even even then, we're talking to the we're talking to an American audience. They're not taught history here. <laughs> I'm an educator, sir. It's my living, Fair and enough. I think it's a good joke. I'm going to stand by it. Thank you. It made me laugh. Thank you, sir. But I oh also God. love history. Those who learn from about... history are doomed to repeat it. George yes. Satyana. We talked about the Superman casting with David. Corn Sweat and Rachel Rosenham. Rosenham. Wow. Randy said, I'm more interested in what the story is going to be. Me too. The handsome hobo from Pearl will do a fine as Superman. My guess is Guns is going to do Superman's greatest for 
and then it's a mixed mixoplex gif. So I'm not really sure what he's doing. at. I don't know what Gunn's going to do, but he always tends to have some weird deep cuts that always seem to work. And apparently, thank you, Randy. It was a good joke. It's going to be interesting because it seems like the Justice Society is. And by the way, I was not on the show last week. Nathan Fillion is Guy Gardner. Come on. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. Come on. It's that's low hanging fruit. Yeah, but, but, I'm my, happy. but my, mm-hmm. but my thing is, why are we getting, why aren't we getting a solo Superman movie? Why are we getting, we don't know how you know, a team okay. hang tight. We don't know how long these people are going to be in this movie. If James Gunn's going to do a James Gunn, he's going to kill somebody off. Not Maybe necessarily. Guy Gardner. Nobody died in the guardian. How many people died in the guardians movies? Not a lot. Randy's greatest foe. The greatest foe is the fifth dimension being, you think so? You think uh, Mr. Mixy Spillick is his greatest dimensional? Is his greatest foe? Luthor is his greatest foe. Yeah, Mixel's pit. Like he's he's used to. You don't think Brainiac tricking is? him into saying his name backwards and you know, Brainiac is un- okay. Like Brainiac is untapped potential for a movie because it's never been done. Right? It's that, been done. It's been done in the animation very mm-hmm. well. I actually agree with that. I think that Bruce Timm's version of, of Brainiac, that was the AI, oh boy, could you say a lot now about this? With Brainiac being the AI that ran Krypton would be so perfect in this world. At, golly, it writes itself. Yeah. I actually just did what Bruce Tim did 30 years ago. So either way. Yeah, but AI could literally write itself. But, but not well. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but how many Hollywood movies are written? When you have anymore? seven drafts of every script, how can anything be written when you it's just true. zap the voice out of everything? Yep. Uh, Drew, Drew says, says the Superman's greatest <laughs> foe. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Man of Steel made a lot of money. It wasn't great, it but it made, it made the money. most. I think it made the most of all the DCEU movies. It might. Mm, I don't know. I gotta look. I don't feel like looking that up right now. It's either that or Batman. Yes, Superman. Master. Batman v Superman made a lot of money too, but it, yeah. but everybody collectively, it made a lot of money that first weekend, and everybody went, "Wow, this sucks." Pretty Aquaman. Really? Aquaman made the most. One point one billion. Oh my god! Just short really? of one point two billion. Yes. Um, Batman v Superman was next, um, probably only because of opening weekend, and then Wonder Woman after that, and then Suicide Squad, and then Man of Steel. Wow. I am shocked. There's a lot of bad movies on that list. Yeah. All right. Well, Well, that is all. gets worse after that. (laughs) That is all the social media for this week. So we're going to take, if you want to know how you can be part of, wow, I'm part of social media. Follow us on social media and parts of the media man little madness for next week. Here's our good friend Don to tell you more. How's the show going? You join it? Do you want to be part of social media madness? And go ahead and head over to superheroespeak.com where you can find all the social links, episodes of the show. You can find comic reviews by Chris and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast. Colt 45, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, So Wizard, and Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All Stars, and you will not be disappointed. So make sure that you are engaging with the Superhero Speak Twitter post whenever they come up. Give us your best comment, and you may make JD say this. I get so tired of these <laughs> dumb motherfuckers. I- All right, it's back to the show. I swear I'm sober, but your brother said uh, that you broke the Dave pot. It was me. <laughs> Dave, do you need any of my, my Ritalin? And I will say that while we're here. If you're watching right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Click that bell for notifications so you can not miss us when I go live. Leave a comment. 
leave a please. We love you guys. Like us. <laughs> we need validation in our life. Does Dave smell burnt toast? Are you tasting copper, sir? Um, 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 do, no. <laughs> do you mind if I insert something in the news for if we're going to go ahead with that now? That is the most politest way to pick someone up I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Pardon me. Do you mind if I insert this? You? First, we got to take a commercial <laughs> break and then we'll do oh, the gosh. news. We'll be right back. Some podcasts are like this. On top, missionary pull the leg over so that way it's like they're on their side yep, yep, a bit yep. so that way it's like you're hitting it from the back but, but you're still getting face action yeah Whoa. that way you still reach a hand awesome up twister there. Shirt. Yeah. yeah but you still get deep and you get, of, uh, you get and, and face, face and neck it's a power position what would you call that like a wine opener the bop it you can smack it you can choke <laughs> it you can pull it you can do everything and some podcasts are like this it's hard it's it's i'm one day off vaping right now bro and I want to fucking smoke a bowl out of my own nuts, bro, of pure nicotine. But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. Oh, we let that slide. That was, woo. He's a Sweet bad guy. sour it's chicken fine. ass, nigga. <laughs> He's a bad guy. Oh, let's just walk over this one. Because he was a villain, we let that slide. That was, He's a I forgot about that, my bad. Just because you naming food, nigga, don't make it better, dog. Like, it's still racist as shit. It's so much racism. Bro, also, I know ain't no black people wrote this, so I know this is just... This is just yeah, that. We racism. can say whatever we want through his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Think of all the racist things you want to say to those Asian people. Get off his chest. <laughs> It'll be spoken in jive, so it wouldn't hurt so much. His sweet jive mouth. <laughs> you, you are now listening to Call 45. This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. He's sending us a new one right now. Good, Randy. because there is so much untapped potential in okay. the internet for, for so, their commercials. <laughs> so, wait, first off, I noticed something. The guy, the first guy who's talking about the sexual position in the beginning mm. with the brown hat on, he's actually, I didn't know this, he's a stand-up comedian, and I have seen clips of him floating around on the internet, and he's actually funny, but he's also dirty. So mm. Get out of here. That guy's <laughs> dirty? Shocked. There, there are a dime a dozen. <laughs> But yeah, there, there's a clip of him doing his act and like he's hitting on him. This woman like gives him something from the audience and then he's like hitting on her for the rest of the show. It's, it's you're looking at that, but it's funny. Not older, like in her 80s, like older than him, but not gave him chlamydia. Actually, you want to see a really funny instance of a comedian getting hit on by a much older woman, Steve Hostetler. He's really funny. He's quite big and he does a lot of stuff on YouTube. And he's doing, he's constantly touring. And there was one clip of him getting hit on by like an 80 year old woman, which was hysterical. He's done um, a lot of funny stuff. And real quick, also, while we're talking about subscribing in the show, don't forget, we've got our new interview series that is going on up every Friday on the channel right now. First one is up. It's Mikey, Mickey Clausen. The next one's going up this Friday will be Nicole Kane. She is a creator from Australia that we interviewed for the website before, but has never been on the show. So... We were able to do it on uh, on Friday when it was her morning, our evening, and I, I was able to work it out and do an interview with her. So check awesome. that out. 
All right. So, John, you wanted to insert something into me into the show? Please, Pardon me, sir. Please. Would you like please belong cure? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. no. Okay. May, may I explore your greater caverns and orifices with my individual digits? And, 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 and you think that this this is going to be a PSA? No. Pretty I, shitty uh, announcement. If anybody listening to us now why? in the future, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a company that is putting out a Wanda, a WandaVision steelbook. That's right. I was going to include this. I forgot. Go ahead. With no DVDs in it. No <laughs> Blu-rays. So no discs at all. This is so stupid. I know the people that this appeals to, and it pisses me off even more. It would appeal to me. brother is one of the, these idiots. Yeah, it would appeal to me, except... It, I want the discs. The whole reason you're, you want to buy it for this. But the thing is that this is done by a company called Manta Lab. And apparently there is some question as to whether they actually have the rights to do this. But the steelbooks are on sale. Huh. They're, they're out there. They're going to be hearing from someone's lawyer. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I know huh. shit. They're going to get the crap beaten out of you by a mouse. Yeah, no. So just in case somebody sees that, because I would be somebody that would see that and go, hell yes, because I like collecting Blu-rays and DVDs and, and, I, and the 4Ks because I like being able to watch it when I want to watch it and not have to worry about the streaming service taking it offline, which is now happening. True. But this is this steel book for WandaVision is not real. Not you just watch out. If you see something from Manta Lab, don't buy it. But it's funny because it's one of those things where Let's say it is real. Let's say they went to Disney and said, can we have permission to put a steel book out? And it's they probably said, we're not planning to release this on any kind of home media. And they went, that's okay. People will just buy the steel book. And they went, okay. Because if Disney's making a percentage off of it and they know people are just going to buy it, so, why not? Right. But this is, listen, this is how shameless they are. The steel book will be a limited edition of there. There you go right there. That's a psychological trick to get people to buy it. Uh -huh. Consisting of 1,250 units to be sold. Again, they might, they, there's question about whether they have the rights to do this. There will be a variant one click collection. An, another psychological trick that comes in a box with the sword logo, which is limited to 800 units. So they're using all these psychological tricks to say, you want this right now. Get it before it's gone. You'll never be able to see this again. And meanwhile, it's a steel box, which most people like me who still want to get the, the physical media are like, oh, I love steel boxes. They're always awesome. And there's no there's nothing in it, probably because that would be an instant kill by the mouse's lawyers. Anyway, so, yeah, well, again, anything from this company called Mantle Lab, do not get it. Are you again? I don't know enough, but are you they didn't license this. They license stuff all the time. Yeah. I, I know, but this has made all the rounds for a lot of places. And from what I've seen, there were a couple of news outlets that just really recent. This has been in the wind now for a couple of days. And just recently, a couple of the news outlets, which have started to do the research on it, are saying, hey, we can't get Marvel to tell us that they have the rights to do this until that is solved. You would think that nobody would take that chance with Disney money behind it. But you never yeah, know. But, these these but get I also kind of think it might be a situation where they did a, approve it, but then realized it looks stupid. So they're like, no, let's not say anything. <laughs> let's not. Then there's a lot of 4K and Blu-ray discs that are being buried right next to those those ET cartridges in, in yep. the desert. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who I trust anymore. Definitely not YouTube. Um, there. 
Thanks. Fair. All right, there was a little convention this weekend, guys. Did you hear about it? No, San Diego Comic Con. I was in beautiful North Dakota, enjoying mm-hmm. the sights. I heard all the big wigs pulled out of it, so I'm not interested. So who wants comics without you know, having to pay four hundred dollars for a ticket? Apparently, it's, lots and lots of people. Okay, before we get into any of the news that came out, everyone that I know that went said this was one of the best years ever because every all the attendees weren't camped out in front of Hall H waiting for the next panel. They were actually on the floor looking at comics and, and talking to artists and everything. They said it was like, for them, it was like the best year in a long time. They made sales and they were able to talk to people and had fun. Yeah. Wow. JD might awesome. have been right. Might have been right. Sorry. JD, Sorry, you're pixelating, man. Sorry. What? Yeah, what? your connection what? seems slow. But you were oh. right when you said that they'll go back to being about comics and get better. Are we good? My... Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's as good as I as good as it can be, I guess. Stop downloading the porn. T- time to start no downloading off more. Stream it. Yeah. Toys. Ultra. New Ultra Magnus can be blown apart. In the movie. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that, that reminds me. There is a new. Sorry, but you, you guys have seen the Optimus Prime auto transforming toy. Yeah. They have There's a now, Grimlock one now. That, that was introduced at the con as well. $1,500. Yeah. Grimlock. Grimlock. You really are pixeling there. You, you, you really are slow. Down. I'm getting out. I'll come back in. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell him he's slow, Dave. That's not, don't get personal. I know. It's not politically correct. <laughs> Robosin. Yeah, Robosin is the company that has the, the transforming. They have a Bumblebee, but the Bumblebee doesn't transform. I, they, they, I, this is, I think this is the same company. They, they might have actually changed their name. But this is the same company that was floating these things around five years ago. And they have a, what is it? They have two other robots that they were working on too. Jazz, I think, was one. I, but that, uh, would, that would make sense if they've got the rights, they should do it because... I think originally they didn't have the rights to do it. And they were just floating them around. And I remember showing a link to my, to my nephews five years ago. And I guess they finally, they, they went up to Hasbro and said, hey, look what we can do. People will pay for this. And so they do. I know now my they... co-hosts are going to pull their money and get me the uh, Grimlock for Christmas. It's great. So. I'm sorry, my internet's sketchy. I can't hear you. <laughs> I, I think I'm going. I think I'm going out too. I think we're going out too. <laughs> John, you're right. Says Drew. You're supposed to tell him not to encourage me. <laughs> He's listening to the show long enough. He right. should know that on his own. This <laughs> is true. All right, let's get to some news. One Piece trailer dropped. Uh, All right, I have three pages of notes here. Okay, before you get to your 300 pages of notes, what did you guys think? Did you, did you JD, uh, what are you doing? Are you trying to was, say you didn't I was, watch it? I, was, I, I didn't know what I was watching. Uh, I was going to let John just go on and go get, make a pizza. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, I want to hear what you guys think. Because it, it's... I thought it looked fun. Interesting I know to nothing hear about outsiders. I know nothing about One Piece. I thought it looked fun. It's something different. And I definitely would watch this. I didn't. I didn't have an emotional impact one way or another about it. All I could think about is how was this thing so long? That's it. That's mm-hmm. all. Like it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, do it wasn't. Am I okay? Trailer, wasn't it? Can you hear minutes? me? Am I yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're okay, okay, but we can definitely hear you. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm now I'm paranoid now. If I don't get an immediate reaction, I'm thinking something's. <laughs> I, I, no idea what's happening. Yeah, I highly doubt that that the Netflix one is going to be as long as the. Uh, uh, actual cartoon, right? Like no, well, not they, with they, a strike. So yeah, true. <laughs> they count like most anime is counted as arcs, and arc being a, a story arc. 
Like this handles hey, the first. Thanks for explaining that what? to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but this one is supposed to do the first, the first arc was the East Blue Saga, the main arc, East Blue Saga. And there's a couple arcs and inside that covers like four, 44 episodes or 20, 27 chapters of the manga. This is still only one, I don't know, one twelfth of the entire series, maybe a 15th of the entire Yeah, series. I figured it's going to be a very small piece of the of the whole over th- overarching thing, yeah. So. Yeah, and they are changing some of the storyline in order to take some of the cruft out. And in that cruft, yes, it's a computer term. But the thing is that Oda, the, the guy who wrote it, is, and, and this is what I don't understand. Somehow, Oda got the last right of refusal for all decisions. So he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to. He doesn't. You don't want to gatekeep. You're being inclusive. I am. You are. You are right. You're, besides me, I'm a fan. I want to see. I, I'm hyped about this, but I'm interested to see yeah. what it is from the eyes of somebody who's not into the fandom. That sort of thing. I, so the thing is, we heard. I don't know if you've heard that Netflix is also going to be doing Last Airbender, a live action Last Airbender. And the two writers from that left the production because they didn't like the direction it was going. Okay. But somehow Oda made sure that in his contract, it says you can't do anything and nothing gets put to film uh, and nothing gets put in the final, the final product unless I okay it. And from what I've heard, he has asked for some things to be reshot and other things he wasn't so sure about until they shot it and he saw it and he saw it and the actors made it work and he's okay, that that's good. So, it appears to be that he's working very closely with Netflix. Now, the only thing I'm worried about is that this is Netflix. And no matter how good something's doing, Netflix will cancel it for no reason. Okay. So to make first room off, for something else. But they're spending $18 million an episode for a total of $144 million for eight episodes. Oh, wow. So, Classy says, eh, not one... Not a One Piece guy, but Pirates of the Caribbean is one of the best pieces of any media. It's really, it's really close, with the exception but of the gunpowder. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. I know people that aren't anime people, but like One Piece, which is weird. San says, "Did you hear Netflix can the He-Man live action movie after dropping thirty million on it?" Did I saw a, about two years ago? I saw a big super. I think it was oh. a Super Void Cinema thing about all the failed Masters of the Universe movies since the Dolph Lundgren <laughs> one. <laughs> a lot. Uh, this, yeah, tons. There's a green um, it, it really <laughs> but, is. And uh, it's another brick in the wall, basically. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, but it's honest. funny because yeah, John I just know. said that well, as long as Netflix doesn't cancel this. This will be big. But the thing is, again, you have to understand that movies made, adapt, movie adaptions made for like video games, movie live action adaptions for anime is there's a graveyard for that, too. Devil Man, Full Metal Alchemist was horrible. The the worst was the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, which is the gold standard for that's the room of anime anime adaptions. And it's it the the thing is though that with this trailer, it looks like at least that they've got all the right actors and the right tone, and they've done as about about as best as they can with the budget they've got. With, the, with mostly practical effects, which I think is going to make the difference between this and a lot of the other live-action adaptions where it's just like Full Metal Alchemist. It was just all green screen all right. the time, and it looked horrible. 
I think this is gonna this is I think this is gonna be now we've seen I, a good one we've seen a good one before, a good trailer before for Cowboy Bebop. And then we found that they changed just enough of the characters and the story arc and everything to take it away from what it was supposed to be. But again, the the writer of this, Oda, is he's in charge of it, or he has the last the last say in everything. This might be, and this will net Netflix a lot of money if it does well. That's funny because now I'm thinking about not to go off on a tangent, not to bring up the strike again. But true, how can you not? Uh, yeah, I know the strike is going to affect everything we talk about for the next couple of months at least. But, year, but year. That's, that's one of the things where it's one of the things they're talking about is residuals, and one of the the issues is that residuals are based on the profit of something after it make after it makes money, and the problem is with the streaming stuff, we don't know, like, how does a show on streaming make money? Because there's no advertising on it. There's no, they're not selling it on media afterwards. So you, you have to come up with a formula based on how many people are subscribed, watch it, and then try to figure out is there. I think that's how residuals, that's how it's done with training aids. Figure it out. If there's enough to pay Dave off this, what he's making, there's enough to start figuring out residuals. Fuck the rich. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why Netflix doesn't release anything or any of these other streams. They don't want to be liable. Yeah. To pay the people actually worked on this stuff. Yeah. Mm. By the way, the Netflix um, trailer, the One Piece trailer, has 6.4 million views right now. And to put that against something else, the Marvel's official trailer has 13 million views. And the One Piece trailer was was put out two days ago and the Marvels three days ago. This is probably one of the biggest projects Netflix has worked on, really, Yeah, considering the I fan th- base. I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to have to, like... The problem is, with broadcast TV, they came up with uh, rules around it. There's the Nielsen ratings, and based on the Nielsen ratings, advertisers pay so much to a, t- to a show to advertise on it, and they don't have anything like that. There's no regulation on this right now. That's the whole thing is someone's going to have to come in and regulate this in some way and but figure the, out what makes sense. These things came because it was time to pay people, right? <clears throat> you, we need to be away because right now, like, let's look at some of the other things which they're requesting for background actors to get scanned is where the work can be used in perpetuity. Yeah. Because you're one step away from doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're one step away from doing that. Tech. I'm sorry. You're going to have to trust me and how gross my feet look. You're going to have to believe me on this one. I don't think that's what Drew's talking about. I'm sorry. I cannot. I, okay, I'm just making a joke, but I'm not going to carry water for billionaires. No and, no one's and, carrying water for billionaires. That's but exactly what people are. It's exactly what people are. You, the, These companies just... What I'm what saying is it's a completely worth. different model. It's a completely different model. It's why they are trying to force it. There is but, money, money at the top. It's money at the top. There's money to trickle down, Dave. I'll use the terminology. Yeah, that's there's money to trickle. Someone who actually, you know, does the work on these things. Not the people who sit in a boardroom and make bad decisions all day for things that people don't want to see. Fuck them. I'm not disagreeing with the idea that people at the top make too much money. What I'm saying is, how do you track this? There's not like they can make up whatever they want. There's no regulation on it. That's, that's, that's what problem. I'm saying. That's the problem. Then that, they don't. That, then, that would, then they don't get anything until they figure it out. Right. That's that, the that, point that, of the strike. But the other what, problem is that. What, 
Do you bet, what do you bet that's not one of the things that's on the table for the strike? That's not one of the things that they're talking about for, for the next contract, that they have to release those numbers so that people that can get paid. It's not his router. Somebody's watching movies in his house, streaming a movie or something. No, I'm by He's my, the I'm only by one myself. there. Oh, it's the ghost. Oh, wait. It's, oh, wait. No, it's your dog. Yeah. It's your dog, man. Have you checked? Astro's dog- watching movies. <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> oh, there. He's hanging out with me. Yeah. I actually had the YouTube. I had the YouTube open. I think that might have been slowing me down. My bad. Oh, YouTube always slows you down. Yeah, in fact, I was I, streaming the show. I've also noticed if I've got a couple, if I've got a couple tabs of YouTube open, and then I close those tabs, it doesn't release the memory because. Are you using Chrome or Chrome? We're on, we're on yeah, a, Chrome sucks. We're on uh, StreamYard. You have to use Chrome. Oh, okay. I use Firefox. Do you really? Um, I, thought it was, oh, I thought you had to use Chrome. All right. Mm-mm. Anyway, yeah, I know we, we've, I, I won't try to harp on this anymore, but this is going to be interesting. It, it, go, it comes out August 31st, and I think this we're going to so, have to watch. I'm going ha- to be watching it. I'll watch it too. But here's the thing. What I'm saying, Kassan, I'm sure there are people who are getting those numbers. The problem is, how do you translate that to dollars? Because it's based on a, they're not paying extra to watch something. It's based on a subscription fee. So that's what I'm saying. Someone has to come up with a formula that's fair to work us out. You can't just sit there and say, a million people watched it, but what does that mean? Because a million people might have watched something else and watched something else. Then by the time you get down to, for this month, then each show earned a penny. You know, like, but the thing is, they know what the streaming numbers are. They know which show. We know, but a number of viewers, but a number of viewers doesn't equal dollars anymore. That's what I'm saying. But it, it, they're going like to have in the to old make model. It, yes, but they're going to have to make it count. That's sorry, JD. Need to figure out what that means now because television has dropped tens of millions of subscribers this month. We are ESPN is talking about creating their own a la carte service. God. Well, probably, uh, okay, that's the thing. They need to redo things because the market is moving in this direction. And we can't expect the guilds to hold to these old SAG WGA syndicated television standards. Because there is no we, syndication anymore. It's streaming. That's what I'm saying. This is the new thing. Mm. And when syndication became a thing, the guilds created a system. And it was based on advertisers. We're not getting advertisers when we're getting subscribers. Now it has to be based on subscribers. And some of these, a lot of them have advertisers. There are advertisers on Peacock. There are advertisers on Hulu. There are advertisers in a lot of these. And to be frank, here's the dirty secret no one wants to talk about. Guess what? Here's every streaming service is going to be ad-based. They are. It's going to happen. It's going to be what? Ad-based. Is my router still the... Yeah. Yeah, You're you're still... Uh, Gentlemen, it's been fun. Good night. Restart. What? Uh, what? Uh, he's hopefully he'll restart. But on the service, okay. But the time on the service, this is from Randy. She can't like people sign up for the show, then they leave after the show ends or sucks. Yes, I also agree that would be part of the formula. If people leave because of an issue because they don't like the show, then yes, that counts in some way against the money. But again, it's different because. In the old model, the more people that watch the show, the more they can charge for advertising, the more money they can make. In the new model, it's a flat rate, so you just have to figure it out. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's move on. I'm going to message him in a minute, but let's move on. Oh, shoot. I just dropped my mouse. I'm having one of them days. The other trailer that came out was the Marvels, a new trailer for the Marvels. And this did not make me want to see the movie. (laughs) 
any more than uh, any of the previous stuff I've seen. Um, I don't know. I think this is going to be, it seems like a lot more fun trailer than some of these. Uh, this looks like a fun movie that should be interesting. I don't know. That's, I, we, we messaged him. I like, I like, Drew says, what's the difference mm-hmm. between leaving because the show ended or rage quitting? He, no, so you can, a- okay, let's put other stuff aside for a second. I can understand where JD's coming from because he worked in that stuff. He worked on that side of things, right? Yeah. And we are, this, like you said, we're going to be talking about this for at least a year after. Right. I was just going on and saying what you were saying, JD, is that we're going to be talking about this for a year because we've come to a head where none of these companies are treating people like people anymore. I feel it got upset with us and that's why you really quit. I was upset with you guys. I was upset with people going, I can't hear what you're saying. And then it makes me want to fill my computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's Drew wants to know between leaving the show and rage quitting or rage quitting. Nothing. Yeah. No, not, no. not a thing. Not nothing. All right. So we're back. We're on the Marvel's trailer now, JD. Did you watch the new trailer? I saw it in the theater, right? In the same oh. Yeah. The yeah. trailer was in the theater. Which no, the new movie? trailer. This one more concentrates on Captain Marvel. Yeah, I saw that it. Should... Okay. Oh, which movie Did are it... they showing with that trailer now? I swear to God, whatever I saw last week at the theater, I swear to God, this trailer played. Okay, the last time, the last thing I saw in the theater, it was still the old trailer. Did it make you want to see the movie more, less, or the same? I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it because I like Miss Marvel. I like that character. I like the actress playing her. I think she's fun. She brings energy. But yeah, I'm not a fan of the MCU Captain Marvel. Again, man... What is this? Is this another Spider-Gwen thing? Or I don't know, because I don't mind it so much. I know that the writing wasn't too good for her in the original movie, but I think she's got range, and I think they could pull it out with this movie. I'm interested. Again, Brie Larson, that's her name, right? Yes. She's a great actress. I just don't like what they're doing to her in the MCU, That the, the character. That's all. It's nothing so? against her. Just her performance in the first know. movie was a little wooden. Yeah. yeah, it was. But we know she can have personality because of literally 10 seconds of a clip during Endgame. Like, we know that she can be charming. Why hasn't that been seen in her own outing? Is that direction is basically going to be her getting another crack, right? And I think people are going to be really hard on her if it's not good. True. Yes. And I also feel like, and again, no offense to Brie Larson, I think it's why they're making it a team movie because of some of the criticism from the first one and they're hoping this makes it more fun for people because if the marvel movies aren't fun people don't want to see them and i think bringing in kamala khan and, and monica rambo i'm trying to think yeah. of which what Ter- teona paris and iman Vellani. what version of the two actors photon, photon. that's the yeah. name i was looking for yeah that's probably what they're going to call her in the movie yeah i think they feel like that'll round it out make it more fun is it just me again not the marvel guy but they all had, like, all those names were used by the same character at one point, right? Yeah, they're all kept Miss Marvel. They were Marvel. Point. Yeah, yeah, they were all Miss Marvel at one point. So, I think. Neat. Two yep. of them. Kept Monica Rambeau in Marvel. Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers was all Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Khan is just Miss Marvel. That was more confusing yes. than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> and then there's there's been quite a few Captain Marvels. So, there was a Minimal one, too, so. Marvel. All right. So that was the original Marvel Captain Marvel because the original Captain Marvel is now known as Shazam. It's the most confusing property in the world. No kidding. <laughs> I'll go see it. Uh, We're all going to see it anyway. We're all going to see it. I don't have a choice. True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to like it. Damn it. All right. 
Moving on, the other trailer that I thought JD would be excited about was Tiny Toons Luniversity. I did like that one. Which, watching it, it's basically just what's going to be the opening intro for the cartoon. And I'm like, so wait, it's the premise of the original show, but now they're in college instead of like grade school or high school. Yeah. Well, Even was always, are they like it was always Acme Luniversity was yeah, where right. they went to and school, that, but they just went home every day. I don't know. Like it looks honestly, it looks pretty much the same, except they're going to live in a dorm yeah. now. Yes. Yeah. I think they aged them up a little. so They could do some dirty cartoon stuff. So. Possibly. Which then I knew John was in. No, they're just doing that to appeal to furries. That's all. Uh, uh, that's why I thought yeah. you'd be in. Babs and Buster are now brother and sister. So now that's Not Babs a- and Buster Bunny, some relation. Wait, what? Oh, what? Yeah, Babs and Buster are brother and sister now. Ah. Not... Well, that makes the past really confusing. <laughs> That's a different... T- As we said, multiverse. This is a different <laughs> universe. <laughs> oh, by the goddess. No! They cannot multiverse my Looney Tunes. Tiny Tunes. Well, they are. And they already have, sir. I, want, I, I wonder well, if this is going to appeal... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, is this going to... I know it'll appeal to people like us that remember Looney Tunes and... Yeah, Animaniacs and all that good stuff. And we still like highbrow com- uh, comedy, which I hope this still has. But I wonder if this is going to pull in any of the newbies. The I think generation. Well, think about it like this. Who is it meant to appeal to? People my age and our children. Yeah. And, I, and the thing, the fact that they're putting it on H on HBM, on Cartoon Network, True. they are looking for a bigger audience for this. Kids are going to watch it. If I this think... was going to be on Max, I'd be like, this is aimed directly at us. But mm-hmm. if they're going to put it on Cartoon Network, they're trying to appeal to like, everyone. Hopefully we still have jokes like fingerprints, you know? Cause... That's an Animaniacs. And I, that was I know, not but... a multiverse. That was the same. That was a continuation. I know. But, like, it's it's neat to go back in the old Looney Tunes, even the ones made in the 1950s and 60s, and see jokes that, like, went right over your head the first time you saw it when you were 30s young. 30s and, and then... 40s. Layla? 30s and 40s, yeah, sure. Lola. Layla, Lola. Was, yeah. Layla was the guitar song. No, they already relegated the original Lola to a different universe and pulled in. Oh, people, they made her unsexy in the new Space Jam and people like lost their minds because they couldn't masturbate to a cartoon rabbit anymore. No, nah, they've still got Officer Hops from, uh, from what is it, Zootopia. Yes. People are weird, man. People <laughs> are weird. It didn't stop me. Oh, wait, too much. <laughs> no. you know what I mean? All right. N- 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 moving Next. on. Moving, moving on. on. All right. Okay. This Now we're into comic book news, guys. This is weird. W has announced they're going to do a sequel to The Last Ronin. I did not read the whole article. I don't know I who's did. writing it. Who's writing it? I don't know. I don't know who wrote it, but it's oh, IDW, oh, Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz. Oh, the, okay. Basically, the creative team behind the Ninja Turtles relaunch at IDW. The guys they've been there for oof, ten long plus year, years. Long. Yeah, yeah. Since IDW picked up the license, whenever that was, and The Last Ronin was basically this. Like Mike, like the there the, the other turtles are dead, and Michelangelo is the last one, and he's right. older. And apparently now they have an idea where uh, four new turtles will take their spot, and Michelangelo becomes like Splinter. Do you have possible vibes of Dark Knight Returns too? Oh, but oh. the last yeah. Ronan did have a lot of Dark Knight Returns vibes to it. That was the point of it. Was still to... do you t- do you make a sequel and then end up hurting the original material because? No, because I don't think Last Ronin's held in that kind of regard, and Frank Miller was already Frank Miller was already starting to become Frank Miller at that point. And I don't think that let's controversial statement. I think The Dark Knight Returns is very overrated as far oh. as Batman stories go. I do, I do. I'm sorry. I think there's better I, Batman. You, you're Mike. Yeah. 
probably for the best. <laughs> the way things are going tonight, it's probably for the best. Yeah, oh. I think it's I think it's kind of overwrighted. I do. Hmm. I made one of Dave's yeah. toys fall. There, there's a Spider lot of social gave commentary in it. I there's mean, tons of social know, commentary in it, but political I political commentary too. There's I. It's about as that subtle works as in the eighties and doesn't really work today. That's the it's other. about as subtle as a tack hammer to the side of your face. True, it's, it's True. Frank Miller. Like Frank Miller is very again my favorite Batman writer is Grant Morrison. The Frank yeah. Miller stuff's a little bit on the nose for me, but again, that's just me. As far as this goes, it seems like there's an audience for the Last Ronin. It's mainly guys who grew up with the turtles that kind of want to see him grow up. So. I don't know. Sure. I never read the last one. And this actually made me want to go pick up the trade. And I'm going to pick it up tonight, actually, after we're off the show. Oh, there you go. It says that their sensei is Casey Jones, though, or Casey Marie. Casey Marie Jones. That would be the daughter of April O'Neill and Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Yeah. Drew says, I don't disagree with that. Like Watchmen, but gets a bit wordy. Yeah, that was the era, right? That was like the superstar writer era. So everything got really wordy on the page. Yeah. He says, I love Batman Year One and Dark Knight Returns, but yeah, it's overrated. I think Year One's better. I think it's probably because of Matthew Kelly's art. I don't think anybody... Yeah. Frank Miller's art is just, it's an acquired taste, I think. And it got sloppier as he got older. Yeah, Whereas Matthew think, Kelly's a genius as far as art goes. I think, though, in my opinion, the art works for the story he's telling. Yeah, it's fine. He's be- beaten down Batman, a broken world, yeah. Boo, Grant Morrison, Batman. Yay, Grant Morrison, X-Men, says Boo. <laughs> So we're, we don't like Batman triumphing over evil, but we love Magneto becoming Hitler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, makes sense. All right. I don't know. I'll check it out. I like the last Ronin. Did, you read, the, did I, you read the last Ronin? All of it? I don't know if I read all of it. It's been a while. So I, I had a, I had I a couple. Of, yeah. You know what? Is there a movie coming out this week? Of, no. Of the, all right. What? We'll do the last Ronin on the show. Yeah, it's a contained story. It'd be easy to do. Yeah, so it's one trade. Right. Because uh, says I never read The Dark Knight Returns, but I watched the animated movie and liked it. Are they the same? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, that's the, one of the animated movies that's like very close to the original material. They stripped down a lot. They stripped down some stuff. I think they, yeah, they take they, away they, the voiceover and it, it takes away a lot from the it, story. It, it really, it changes it. It actually, I think it makes it a little bit more digestible. Because again, because Frank Miller is so, like I said, wordy and not... If you've seen Sin City, you know what I'm talking about. It's I'm talking about like Frank Miller. Right? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, first I went into the room, and then I looked at the phone. It rang three times. Then I picked <laughs> up the phone and spoke into it. Quotations. Hello. That's Frank Miller as a writer. I hated yeah. his Batman and Robin run Morrison. It gave us Mr. Toad. Come on, man. And the League <laughs> of Batman. That was great. The Black Glove, phenomenal story. Damian Wayne, he changed Batman forever. That Frank is Morrison true. Is he gave Pretentious. Is because I Frank Miller is pretentious. One could make that argument. I don't know if he's pretentious so much as he's like anti pretentious. Yes. Like yeah. o- overly against pretension, I would say. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's just wordy for, I don't know. Just, he is. It's, but not like Alan Moore was wordy. Like I could see people calling Alan Moore pretentious. Yeah. But Moore wrote oh, like yeah. way different than that. But he wrote a lot of words. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Superior Spider-Man is returning to the Marvel comics, guys. For those who don't remember, <laughs> Superior Spider-Man was the storyline where Doc Ock is in Peter Parker's body and is Spider-Man for a while. And some argue is a better Spider-Man than Peter. If it goes around gets... punching people, then definitely. 
No, okay, because okay, so Doc Ock. I read this whole run. I like the Dan Slott run of Spider Man. At first, he got the job done. He was able to be a scientist. He was able to do the things that Parker wasn't able to do. And then, because of the Parker luck, because it invest it invaded him too, he made everything worse because his answers were totalitarian answers. Right? He was almost right. like he was almost like Batman as Spider Man. Yeah. It was almost like it's that Mr. Burns episode of The Simpsons is. You're evil. And even when you're trying to be good, you're still being evil. That was pretty That's much right the, with the, yeah. the net. Yeah. The Omni net. The Burns Omni net. Yes. The little Lisa Slurry. Spoonful the little Lisa Slurry. Yeah. But that was pretty much the spectacular Spider-Man run. Or the superior Spider-Man run. Like, Ock yeah. tries to be a good guy. Ock is incapable of being a good guy. I don't know if it's a good move to bring him back, especially as this character, because it was so good for what it was in the moment. I'm super skeptical on this to begin with, mainly because I feel like there's just too many, there's just too many Spider-Men out right now. Yeah. And I multiverse. Yeah. Well, this is a multiverse. They're all here. We have a Spider-Man. We have a Spider-Girl. We have a spider We have Spider-Gwen. We have Miles Morales. We We have a hundred different Spider-Boy. We just, there's just, there's just too much. Spider-Ham is fine. He's acceptable, but I don't mind. So I don't mind Miles Morales. And I've decided as this, I finally come to terms. Miles Morales gives you the opportunity to tell those old Peter Parker stories in a new light because he's a teenager, right? So you could tell those classic Spider-Man stories. Whereas Peter Parker gives you the chance to have the Spider-Man who grew up. And as an adult, I think there's an advantage. Spider-Gwen altogether. People love Spider-Gwen, man. I'm sorry. People love Spider-Gwen. She's Spider Man. We've always said it. We've, she's the most successful she's cool. female Spider Man character, like female yep. Spider Man spinoff. She's more successful than Spider Woman was. She's more successful than Mayday was. Like, it, I'm sorry, Spider Gwen works. The masses have spoken. Give me my Spider Woman. Just they gave you, they made her pregnant. That was not Jessica True. Or just True. Sorry. It was just, it was a completely different version. You have a scroll on your desk, sir. She was. <laughs> And she was perpetually pregnant, so I didn't get that aspect of the character. Spider. She's got lots of spy, lots of kids in there. Uh, is that it? I, I don't know. I made it up. Choice. I made uh, it up. Let's see. Marvel, give me reprints of Spider-Man Noir trade paperbacks. It's too damn expensive. I'm really surprised that they wouldn't put out a new version, considering how popular Nobody it bought it the first uh, time. But with Nobody the movie, liked it. Yeah, but nobody liked it. Like, nobody liked any of those noir stories. Like it was something Marvel tried and mar- it met the market with a collective fart. It would be forgotten <laughs> about if not for Nicolas Cage in Across the Spider-Verse. True. Unfortunately. All right. It's funny, too, because there is another more. I didn't bring this article in. There's another crossover event coming up for Marvel called Gang War. <sighs> yeah. They, Marvel had a lot of news that came out of San Diego. Also, that there is going to be a new zombie ghost rider. Okay. Why? There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. What? 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 Why? First, we had what was it? It was Punisher with the cosmic, with the power of cosmic and Ghost Rider mixed into one for a while. It was Cosmic Ghost Rider, but it was actually you, Frank Castle. You don't need Cosmic Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is like one of the most powerful entities there is in the Marvel universe. Which it, one? Yeah, you know, because there's Universal Ghost Rider, right? Or Galactic Ghost Rider cosmic or whatever. Ghost, cosmic. cosmic Ghost Rider, right. He doesn't even need Power Cosmic. He already we has got, a Cosmic. We got movie. Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, True. Danny Ketch Ghost Rider. Like, I get so tired of Marvel mm-hmm. where like they introduce new versions and they just keep the other one around. They're as bad as DC. They used to give DC crap about this. Now they're worse. They're worse. Yeah. We have so 15 Spider-Men yeah. and 9 Ghost Riders. Yeah. 6 Hulks. Yeah. 12 Thors. 
Dying uh, Captain Americas. Two Punishers. And a partridge in a pear tree. That was, that was the other one I forgot. Pear tree. That was the Gwen other. Stacy in a pear tree. Pear tree. <laughs> that was the other article I didn't include. We got a new Punisher, and it's like a new character, a new backstory. Like it, they teased it before San Diego, and then they made this announcement. But it was like, who? It's not like they said, okay, now Scorpion is now going to be Punisher, or I'm trying to think of another. J. Jonah Jameson becomes Punisher or anything like that. It was just <laughs> that it was just this new character, and it's like, why are we supposed to be excited about this? Just put the book out, and we'll decide if it's good or not. Like, oh, why what are... the hell's a zombie Ghost Rider anyway? Ghost Rider is a ghost. Like, it's it, it's, what makes it's him Don- a zombie? Okay, it's Donny Cates. <laughs> Donny Cates has weird Gonzo stories, and people seem to love Donny Cates. It's just yeah. a Hulk. It's just a Hulk villain. It's whatever. The new Punisher is something different because Marvel, this is this kind of takes me back to the 90s when Marvel would do this. They would take old properties and just completely reboot them with new characters. Ghost Rider, for yeah. example, Dan Ketch, mm-hmm. right? This is this is something that they would just do. Monica Rambeau as, Mar- as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Thor Thunderstrike, you know, was oh Eric Masters' right. story. Yeah. This is just, this is old school Marvel. Here's my thought. Didn't work then. Not sure if it's going to work now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that now. were, speaking of things that were only, popular in the 90s rob liefeld no is that a a segue john good segue he is returning taking my shots where i can get him it's funny because i do follow him on social media and he put this post on the other day before san diego started excited to work for one of my old companies again on a project i'm not allowed to talk about like everyone knew it was marvel when he said it didn't say anything more I'm just trying to get the hype machine moving a little bit. I'll be honest, I have no interest, but there's a lot of people that have fond memories of X-Force for reasons. Yes. And then what are these two books? It's funny. I skipped an article about Rob Liefeld. I'll go back to that. I just realized Time to Kill 2024. This year is coming out. And First Contact. First Contact obviously looks like an X book. Time to Kill, I have no idea what that's supposed to be. Like The John John Grisham book. They made Hmm. a movie with uh samuel jackson and matthew mcconaughey nice but i don't know who that character like is that a new character or is no that idea. somebody in a weird costume like he's got I mean, nicks uh, on his Deadpool. helmet right i have no idea we gotta wait it's gonna be rob liefeld so it's not gonna come out on time and it's uh <laughs> probably gonna be a little it's probably gonna be a little much and no feet, no feet. Is, is, is there feet okay much. are there feet in the there picture are, there are yeah feet, there is they they look weirdly proportioned Good for Rob. He's gotten better at drawing over the years. Or someone's um, drawing his feet for him. The other, wow, we are vicious. He is you. Oh my god, an, feet again. It's an X character. Okay, to be fair, in the X-Men and the and the what is this one? First contact one? Nary a foot is present. Yes. To be fair, this X character is the most Rob Liefeld thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah. He's got a big ass helmet on with an X and a shield gun that yeah. is enormous. And how it does that arm fit that body? Look at the weird body. There's, there's and... not enough pouches on the body. There's no pouches. Actually. Okay, no, there's one. There's one pouch. It's on his calf, which would be the most inopportune place to grab something that one might need in a pinch. Your calf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Rob Liefeld. I'm sure it'll sell some copies, but whatever. Well, let's, we, you know what? Let's pre-apologize to Rob Liefeld. Why? He don't because, because San Diego had to apologize to him. They forgot to tell him he had a panel. Yes, apparently Whoa. he had a panel that he didn't show up for because apparently they forgot to invite him 
to the panel, which I find weird. So I want to super weird. I wanted to talk about this a little bit too because, like, whenever we sign up to do a convention, we usually always get an email saying, "If you guys want to do a panel, let us know, and we'll work something out with you." So I assume before they schedule anything, they email people they want to do panels with. Like, how did it get that far without officially inviting them? That's the weird thing here. Somebody got fired. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because I somebody dropped the ball. A lot of people got angry that like. They showed up at this panel and he wasn't there. Like it was scheduled and everything, and no one stopped and said, "Like, did there was no one?" This is so weird. There was no one who, like, a coordinator for the the convention who went to his table and said, "Don't forget to come to this panel at this time, or we'll send someone over to get you." Like, I've worked a lot of conventions. That's normally how it works. They send someone to your table. So I'm assuming they sent someone to his table and he wasn't there or whatever. Maybe he was getting lunch. Yeah, that's what something. it says. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you also normally, like, the people I've worked for at conventions are, like, in the morning, There's if I was doing scheduling stuff, they'd be like, oh, can you just go to these tables and let remind the artist they've got a panel at X time? It um, says when he was asked to do any panels this year, he declined and said that he wanted to take a break. There you go. But they but, didn't. But, so somebody, like, didn't pass that along or something. Yeah, somebody got fired. Definitely. Mm. Weird. So weird. See, this is what happens when you take the autographs and the actors out of the Comic-Con. <laughs> if you get to tell people they have a panel, weird. They, no, they immediately forget their logistics. Uh, Got the crack team there for the logistics. And guess what, guys? Speaking of people returning to Marvel, Greg Capullo is returning to do a bunch of Wolverine covers. That's pretty Wolverine cool, Wolverine and actually. Deadpool covers. Yeah, he's he is an amazing artist. Yeah, He's not just good at marketing himself. So, yeah, that's cool. His Batman is awesome. And he's probably the best Spawn artist. Like, I know people say Todd McFarlane, but I actually think Greg Capullo is a better storytelling artist than, than Todd McFarlane ever was. So this is this is good for Marvel. Get a superstar artist back doing some stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think if you want a good visual storyteller, Capullo's your guy. I think if you hmm. want something that looks unique and has a lot of detail, McFarlane's your guy. So, I don't know. I always thought his style just different. So yeah, that, that is cool. I will definitely be looking for those books when they come out. But on that note, we have one last article to talk about, which I feel like might become a bigger discussion again, as usual. So take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more news. I'll blow this town to Try to get up there in time, Spider-Man! Watch me cut my web, Goblin! Watch yourself fall, Silk Slinger! Can't stop the bombs in time! If I don't get you webhead, my day of nothing will! Holy hell! And you're running out of fluid! Is this more action than even Spider-Man can handle? Spider-Man, a video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. After these messages, we'll be right back. Still the best live action Green Goblin costume ever. Uh, all right, guys. So it happened. Somebody went to San Diego Comic-Con trying to sell AI art at their table. And San Diego Comic-Con asked them to leave. What an idiot. Why would they? Everybody's looking for it. So this has been all over social media big time. I tweeted out a link that was on social media that where, where I originally saw it asked people to like comment on it the nerd rage podcast says that doesn't seem right lillian sue said i think if that's the path you're taking with your art 
you should be transparent and honest about it and let the reception be what it will be. No disclosing this, especially considering what writers and actors are fighting for, seems sleazy. Trevor, the beard wizard man, said good decision to kick him out, that is. Ryan McLaughlin said it's so funny right now with AI and everything trying to and everyone trying to stop it. It's here. It's never going away. It will continue on and there's no one to stop it. The singularity is here. Download my brain into a computer. He's not wrong, unfortunately. The Geek World All-Stars said AI, artificial intelligence, and it's a really bad special effects clip. This shirt has a bear kicking someone out through a glass door. Random Randy Savage said, pretty sure if I started to sell Alex Ross art with my signature on the top of his, I'd be kicked out without much sympathy. AI should be used more like a starting point rather than a shortcut. And Kassan said, it's perplexing. Anyone would call themselves a creative and sell AI generated content. This seller is wrong and that and doubly wrong if he didn't disclose the art was AI generated. AI scalps human generated content and reprocesses it based on user input, not creativity. No creativity. Yeah. It's yeah. But here's the problem. Money. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to stop this because there are not enough people in the world that have any kind of moral compass whatsoever. And because money exists, and this is just going to be like the only way to stop okay. this the only way to stop this would be a hell of a lot of restrictions so, through through like legislation and that'll never happen because money there's, there's two things I want to say real quick for the conversation. Number one is a lot of people also on Facebook were talking about this and one of the things they pointed out was this person is a legitimate artist. Like they do drawing and stuff, but for some reason decided so, to do all this AI art that they brought to San Diego with them. It's and then oh sorry. And then the other thing I wanted to say is I'm seeing a lot of people we'll get into the normies in a second, but I see people pushing back that work in like the movie industry and stuff and to the some of the points on social media that we I just read is AI is here to stay and everyone bucking it isn't going to make it go away. We need to figure out how to integrate it without hurting the actual creators. Needs I, to be I, identified. Okay. It does need to be identified. I think it sounds like this guy was a test, was being a test, was willingly being a test subject to see what happened. It sounds like a very artist thing to do. See what will happen if I try to do this. And we don't know. It's very. I don't like AI either, but I think the backlash against it is just going to push more people toward it. Like yep. I just got an email today from Adobe saying they've integrated AI into Photoshop. It's cool. Honestly, what it can be done with it is really cool as far as like finishing so, things. There's so, a there's. Like for what I do to do art for the show, there's an AI tool that you that'll smart remove the background of a picture. It's a lot easier to use than the the old like trace it and try to cut it out. So I don't see an issue with it in that respect. But I saw someone argue about AI art and then was like, "Look what I just created!" And it was a picture of Batman. And I just it took me a second to do this, and I'm like, "Okay, so do you think now you can go to a convention and sell twenty? sell that as prints for 20 bucks when you just said, give me a picture of Batman. And it just created a quick composite from a 
bunch of pictures on the internet, like you don't deserve to make money off of that. Like at, that's at that point the main check, problem there. At that point, you check the feet, and make sure they didn't use Rob Liefeld as a as part of the picture. <laughs> Struggles with feet and fingers as it is, but that's the thing though. It's the new scam, right? And there's always been art. There's always been con artists selling other people's art as their own and yeah. trying to sell it. There's always been that's photo manipulation, not AI generated art. I realize, right? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's part of. AI is part of what is going to become the future of things and people are going to have to learn how to live with it. I don't know what that means because I'm not smart enough to tell you, but once things are out, you can't put them away. Can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, there's a million cliches you can throw on toothpaste in a tube. Like it all, it's all there, but what do you do with it? And there has to be ways to, you can, that artists can utilize this to make their lives easier, but you have to stop people from being crooks. And trying to use because again, it's going to be hard. But here's the thing: I think if you're an artist and you've got a tool that's an AI, it's a complete blank, and you give it a hundred images that you've drawn to learn from, and then you give it an idea and it gives you an, a template to build off of. Like, I don't see an issue with that if you're doing the work to teach it and then be like, okay, I have but this idea, Im- and then it gives the- you like. It gives you like a sketch idea to build off of, but doesn't like the amount of data that an AI, like that, that like open AI needs to do something like that is, is like octobytes, like just so much that no, no single human being could generate enough in their lifetime for it to be able to learn like that. I'm just trying to find right now. That might be acceptable. Whereas, because that's the thing, a lot of the normies who were, were commenting on this article or this post were saying, how's that any different than the guy who like draws Batman and sells pictures? It's not his IP. And it's, but the other thing is nine times out of 10, not all of them, not all of them, nine times out of 10, the people in Artist Alley are artists who worked for Marvel and DC and are selling copies of their own work they did for them. And they right. got permission to sell it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are just selling commission that do commissions and do sell a lot. And there's been times that Marvel and DC have not liked that, that people are selling their intellectual property. And like it's a they allow them to right? They allow artists and artists alley to sell IP that they don't own. Mostly because they can't possibly not the, all At conventions? the conventions, all the conventions we've been to. There are so many people selling prints with superheroes from dc and marvel yeah okay but There's i mean no like, way to crack down in every single one of them sure there are you don't crack down on the bigger ones but here's the thing though you could stop them from you could have a lawyer and put an injection on the convention sure if they wanted to they could but they don't so, because it gives them bad it would be bad for the industry yeah a I certain a, point and then if somebody gets too popular so here, with their here, prints the whole thing is then they come down on them that's here. that happens okay mm. okay wait first i like this from Kassan. there are laws that force companies to identify the source country of a product, I can see creative content including into such a legislation. It, it's not a bad idea to like say, because we do that now with food. You have to say where it came from and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, it's but, not a bad idea to say this was a, like, make it a law. AI generated, this person generated, this came from here, this came from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that requires, that requires a legal framework, which There's, is not going to be created by our current legislators. It's going to happen eventually. There's going to have to be because there's enough people upset about it. And when people are upset it's, about things, laws change and laws well, are created. So, as soon as people start getting sued, 
Yeah. And it goes into courts, then we'll have yeah. laws. It's going to happen. The, o- the only people that are going to sue the, that, that would make a kind of difference or that are like Marvel. You don't think Marvel and DC aren't going to sue? They, they will they will sue people that are using for their own stuff, but 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 then they're on the other side, they're the ones that want to use AI to get rid of a lot of jobs. So it's going to be a tightrope to see what they come down. It will not whatever whatever legal um, challenges that they bring up to our current legislative process are there not going to be not- beneficial for us. We can say that, but the thing is, it needs to be these things need to be trained with real talent right, right. yes and they're going to need and that talent's and fungible as, and as, we, yeah ai grows it needs new stuff to be fed into here, here, it so there has the to be a and here's the thing too and, and that's the, the this is the part that people are so short-sighted they're looking at this is what's going on right now if we got into a world where everything was being generated by ai then everything will start looking exactly the same after a while art wise because mm-hmm. it's only learning from itself and it's only saying this is popular based on the four quadrants that you always like to bring up, John. So eventually everything will look exactly the same because that's all AI is going to have to learn from. And it's going to produce way more art than a regular artist can produce. So it's going to be learning way, way more from AI-generated art. And then eventually everything's going to look the same. And then it's going to, then the world's going to be craving for real art and art, real artists will rise up again. But yeah, like the current path we're on, eventually everything's going to look the same. Everything's going to sound the same. Oh yeah. Pop music. <laughs> we're talking, we're talking about a bunch of regulation that will need to be passed or in order to set up this kind of legal framework. And our current legislators are the same people that were, uh, when they had the head of Instagram up, they asked, does the Instagram, does that access the network? It's these guys, the, the, our current legislators are too old. We, we're going to have to wait two generations before no. we get a, a, enough people in the legislative process that can understand this enough to put together good legislation. Here's what's going to happen, John, because legislators don't, under, don't understand anything. They aren't being paid to understand. Lobbyists, you're going to have AI lobbyists. True. On the pro, lobby, yeah, the, the yeah. lobby, both sides, though. You're going to have both sides of the equation. Right. There's going to be pro and anti AI lobbyists. That's right, how but, this yeah. stuff is going to happen. But the, the pro AI lobbyists are going to be the ones with all the money. And not like, necessarily. There's a lot of people who don't want this, who are very scared of this AI. And there's going to have to be a balance because like Dave said that anyone can see that that's going to be the truth. It's going to eventually homogenize everything, which nobody wants as we can, as we've seen this year. Right. People get tired of the same things over and over again. And okay. studios, they want things to be the same until it doesn't work anymore. When yeah. something stops working, then they're like, okay, what else is it? And when nothing, you know, thing, like, and when all you have is a guy who's sitting in an AI, AI prompt that says, no, oh, try producing this, and it spits out the same thing again. No, wait, change this. And it produces the same thing again because it's just learning from everything else that's out there. Then it's going to be like, we got to hire someone to write something. The you Steven know? Spielbergs of the world have a greater voice than the David Zaslovs because they know how to manipulate the public. They're going to, that's yeah. what they're going to do. They're going to manipulate the public into doing these things. And the billionaires can get away with things until they can't anymore. When people get mad about things, otherwise we'd have six-year-olds working in coal mines still. Uh, they've been rolling back all... They're well, trying. They just, they just had, what, last month they had four four children die in, in, in the red states. They're rolling back all the regula- regulations. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have any faith in society today to handle this properly. And AI... 
I, I have it's going faith. to change our culture. <laughs> it is. It's going to change in a massive way. But we have massive changes to cultures all the time. There was these arguments when movies became a thing. There was these arguments when television became a thing. The internet was going to change. We learned to deal with these things because there are pro and negative people that discuss these things. And there have been laws, right? We do create laws and social mores, too, that it, that arise. Like, the world changes. Society changes. And this is just the next one, Right. What happens in a year or two of this? I don't know, but we're on the front line of it, so it's fascinating, really. Yeah, we're on. We're yeah, we're right at the cusp where everything's going to hit. But to get back a little bit to the AI-generated art at cons again, someone was arguing, why would what's the difference between paying a guy who does generates an AI image of Batman and, and someone who what that guy's an idiot and draws it, and it's because to do a detailed picture, it can take you hours. To get a, to do a, and sometimes it could take 20, 40 hours to do one really good picture. And you're telling, and then other people are saying, I've generated this in a second. Okay. You can have that and be happy, but don't try to sell that to someone because someone else can do the same thing. But to, to get something specific that you want, like an artist needs to create something. Yeah. But people don't understand that. But the weird but the, thing about, well, the thing is at the rate of acceleration of technology, Unless there's another Carrington event, we are like right now, AI is about is the worst it's ever going to be. And it's yeah. only going to get better. It will get better until somebody like you or some somebody like our non-technologically astute um, family will be able to go on to chat GBT and say, hey, create this for me. And it'll be able to create it without having to know how the AI works and formulate your input properly to get the image. That but be but able is to it going to be good? But it's the thing. Is it going to be good? That's the thing. Like it, it, like I said, it is AI is the worst it's ever going to be right now. It's only going to get better at but doing it, that. So it will eventually be good enough. I know, it's always good it, enough. When, yeah. But are people going to, and there are people that want good enough, but is that really what I, I just, I have a hard time believing that the masses will just go with these AI generated stuff because it's not, Heart and emotion drives art, right? And you can't generate that from a computer and you never will be able to, right? Like you can say you can't create, you know, there are people that have tried to create books, but they want like with AI, but right now they have to, they wind up having to rewrite stuff being that, yeah. which is then you're just creating stuff anyway. It's, I have a hard time seeing real art being created. Generating is not creating. And right. will there be a market for that? Sure. There's a bunch of people that, that like McDonald's cheeseburgers, but there's still money out there for people that make stuff good. Just remember, like, we keep using the term AI. This isn't true AI. This right. is it's a, just it's a rudimentary. language model. Yeah. It's, so the thing is that it will get good enough at the rate technology is going. It will get good, enough, good to, enough to, to do fake what? it. It's a learning to, algorithm. To, to, like, to fake, to fi, to fake hard, whatever image that you're looking for. Images are one thing, but we're hard on artists. We're hard on real artists that do things. You don't think people are going to be like, that's computer bullshit after a while. This is flavor of the month stuff. Like people are hard on real life, right? Yeah. They're going to be hard on, on AI too. And there will be a backside of it. Like I know the True. big worry is AI is going to replace everything, but AI right now sucks. Cause guess what? Most people suck at creating things. I don't, I have a hard time seeing AI replacing artists. Because oh no. You, well, like it shouldn't. It won't. It, it, in some cases, it might. You give it 20 years, and it might. 
but it shouldn't. I, that's the problem, right? I, I Maybe, think... and, and there will be something missing. There will be something missing. Yeah. And it's we already treat our artists horribly without they... even the concept of AI coming into it. And now that's coming in. I, I, I don't know where the industry goes from here, like the real creators. Here's and that's, focus. again, that's another you, thing that's on the table with the, the writers. focus on program. creating. Computers yeah. can't create. Computers are tools. Right. Yes. Tools. I, and and I agree. And you're coming, no. you're, and you're coming at this from a creator, right? The problem is big business and money. I'm saying that's wrong. What are we, but what are we seeing this year? This wants to make things possible because that's how you make the money. Nothing is making right now this way. True. So that things are some dollar folk that movies and TV shows are widgets. And it's not working. The audiences are rejecting that. Audiences reject inauthenticity. AI yes. currently and always will be the definition of inauthenticity. And I just have a hard time seeing real art being replaced by AI. Now, artists will learn to utilize AI to make their jobs easier the same way they always have with any tool, right? The guy who figures out how to utilize AI to help him do his job better is going to be the guy who succeeds and teaches everybody else how to do things differently. It's going to be like when Photoshop became a thing. It's just, it has to just yeah. be another tool. It will not be, it cannot be what replaces creativity because it doesn't work. The bean counters want to tell you that it will work because they are driven to put to make sure creative forces have no influence. They want to tell you that creative people can be replaced by AI. They yes. want the AI to be the boogeyman keeping them up at night and it's working in a lot of cases. Yeah. But in reality, you want a bunch of AI generated stuff, it's just going to be a bunch of AI generated stuff and it's going to suck. Now some people say we make stuff that sucks anyway. Fine. Someone will come along and say, "Hey, you know what? That's good. How did you do that? Oh, I wrote it or oh, I painted mm -hmm. it." They're going to go, "Oh, and now you have and now things come back. There is something else too that the AI image generators isn't aren't Thanks, good Kassan. at yet. Oh, I yeah. agree, Kassan. There's something else that they're not great at yet. Like you say, draw me a picture of Batman, and it'll produce a picture of Batman. And then you say again, draw me a picture of Batman. It will look slightly different than the first picture of Bat the Batman. They drew. It's difficult for to have it to consistently draw the same Batman. But in different poses. But so that's but, one of the reasons, like, it's but hard. They, they have Go gotten to the point where they can do that with the right prompts. There are entire Instagram one of the uh, channels now with fake models where they have the same model in different in mm -hmm. different positions in a bikini and everything, completely fake, not a real person at all. And that's they, they've who, already, that's who needs to watch themselves is the modeling industry. Oh yeah, no, seriously, they're gonna be, and and. That's going to no, take but, over there before it takes over like comics, cartoons, animation, writing. It's going to hit there. That's where it's going to be a problem. And, and the other place that it's hitting right now, if you look at any local newspapers that are owned by Gannett or like almost any property that's owned by Gannett, there are a lot of articles that you're reading that were generated by AI. That's and that's scary. Too. That's the problem with a lot of modern journalism too, but a lot of them are making mistakes on things. It's because journalism has become like, like literal journalism writing. There is no in-depth analysis of things anymore because people don't want it. They want quick digestible yeah. stuff yeah. that they can just read. Boom. And, and that has been coming for a long time. That has been the McDonaldization of, and the death of the American newspaper system is people don't want in-depth reporting 
from sources anymore hey, right now. The, but when you read like The Atlantic and that's where you're getting all that good stuff again. It's a combination of our internet age, length of concentration, whatever, our attention span, and the downward pressure from the internet where it's people also, like, you don't get your newspaper delivered anymore. You can open up a, a window and go to HuffPost, it, Washington it's, Post, whatever. It's, but... And, and the investment groups, which have, are killing everything, not just the news organization. But it's it goes down to the problem is, and we're part of the problem, our blog sites who post stuff that gets circulated that then become considered news. But the other thing is it's proven like it's all before it even became AI, it was all algorithm driven because it was like, what's getting hit? Because we just want eyeballs on our page so we can get make advertising dollars. So... Some news gets ignored because it doesn't get hit. Other news gets prompted up. Everyone writes about it. Everyone has the same takes. So it gets to the point where it's, why can't AI just generate this? And part of me is agree with it because I've done some of these like aggregate news generation stuff and it sucks and it's boring and it's, you're not getting anything like, and this is people just want to aggregate. But again, it has to come from a source, right? Like AI has to come from somewhere. So it's going to be, it's, you're going to need people to do the real work. And then you're going to have, because these aggregators, they might as well just be AI because they're not doing yeah. anything. Like there's no creativeness involved in that creativity. I should say involved in right. it. There's not like a guy who just regurgitates news into a two paragraph bite. What are you doing? Like, I'm sorry, that is someone's job. And that's very cold of me to do, but you're not providing any analysis. You're not really providing any real breakdown. That's your own. You're just walking a fine line of not plagiarizing. Yep. And, and part of me is maybe you could be replaced by an AI. Yeah, that's what a lot of sites do. They just take where it was the original source mm-hmm. and summarize it and put it on as their own to their site to get clicks. Yeah, and aggregation just, is one of the worst things that's ever happened to news media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that there there were a huge. I think there was a huge lawsuit in was it Australia about that that because of Google news they were saying they were saying Google Facebook all those they got they have to start paying the original sources. When they aggregate news, they should. That's and and they should. And of course, and you have Murdoch who fought that, and all the other companies that fought that. Again, coming down to money. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, it's no, it's a dark, it's a dark place that we're going to because again, it's all about money. It's just, it's just. It's always been. It's always been about money. This is stuff. We're fighting stuff that Hearst was talking about a hundred years ago and trying to do. I know saying it's going to a dark place is going to a dark place. This is a fucking dark place we live in. The world sucks. The real the world worst, is the fucking time. No, but, it's, but that's not. I hate this. We live in the worst timeline. I was so everything. That's just reality, man. Reality fucking sucks. And if you're not fighting, if you're not fighting every day to make yourself and your family a little bit better, then just roll over and fucking give up because you have no purpose in the world anyway. Like I just I, I hate the fatalism of it. Oh I'm, man, the billionaires are just gonna kill all of us. Yeah, they've been trying to do it since the fucking industrial revolution, man. Where you been? Can we take some of that and make a cut of it for some of our promos, please? <laughs> that, that was one? perfect. Was that that was one? absolutely oh, like fucking it. perfect. I wasn't even trying. Could no, we? but you're absolutely that right. Was like, perfect. <laughs> I know. And, 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 I had no, two no. weeks to rest my brain. And, and have, have it in the promo because we need to bring this to attention anyway all the time. I you mean, have like, 100% right in the sense of people sit there and go, oh my God, things are so much worse today. But no, it's always, always been, been like, but here's the difference. Here, here's the difference, though. Today, it is much easier to pull shenanigans 
than it was in the old. Know anything. People had no knowledge. Like in the Middle Ages, you didn't know what was going on. You didn't even know who the king was. It's just some dude. You didn't even know what they looked like. You could barely read. But you had to create something literally physically. No, you just had to do it. Out. You just had to say it. Uh, this is how it is now. Oh, yeah. No, say, saying whatever. But if you're talking about art or something, like, it's much easier. In the past, if somebody wanted to copy somebody's art, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had to draw it themselves you, or you trace know, it or whatever. Or Nowadays, or but, but it took yeah, time. It took physical time. Now, it, t- it takes almost nothing. Thievery is always Thievery always gets easier. Right. Thievery is always easy. It's always easy to just take something that isn't yours and say, this is mine now. It's just they just get better ways to do it. So you got to get better ways to fight back. That's all it is. It's a constant struggle of holding on to what's yours and fighting for what you believe in and fighting for your fair share. That's why I'm all about what's going on right now. I would be totally fine if everyone struck and was just like, nope, we got to change things. But most people won't. My my contract just got renewed. And I was like, I want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is pretty good, actually. Here's, I'm pretty happy here, with this. Here's the problem. Most people are just dumb sheeple. Like, I hate that phrase, but I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I, we yeah. all have one of these in our pocket, right? And this gives us connection 24-7 to the sum total of man's knowledge. But most people are watching cat videos and raccoon vi- videos on it. Or End of story. I don't know which was worse. But it's, like, always, but it's always been like that, right? We've always had the digital revolution. I remember being a digital filmmaker in the early 2000s. They uh-huh. said the digital revolution is going to open up the door for so many more people to have a voice. The problem is most of them are going to suck. And that's yeah. happened. That's ha- that's YouTube, right? There's mil- there's millions upon millions of videos. at superior speak too, yeah. And there's millions upon millions of videos floating in here. Most of them are terrible. We find it's so hard to fight for oxygen, Right, it's uh, I can sometimes I can see some kind of watermark that will screw with the eye scraping. So I that, that is that's, viable. That's a good call. That's actually not a bad idea. It's, yeah, I like that. I like the way you think, Hassan. We should copyright that. Something? Copyright that idea. Superhero speak twenty twenty three. Watermark your stuff to protect it. I think if you're going to put anything out, you should watermark it anyway. But uh, yeah, there there there's a term for that. But yeah, you could really mess. But that, and that, that, that'll, know, that'll happen, actually. You're absolutely right. Sorry. I, the thing is, too, you're right. Things come out, technology comes out, and it's this is going to completely replace this. It's just going to go away forever. And some things but, do, but some things do go away forever. Ain't nobody making buggy whips. But here's the thing. Yeah, that's true. But here's the thing. The internet came out, and it was going to be the great equalizer because there were no more gatekeepers, and everyone was going to be equal. And guess what? There are fucking gatekeepers on the internet now. Mm-hmm. So it's so someone hosts the show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm watching videos where uh, YouTube creators are complaining about YouTube's got new rules and, and they're making it harder for people to make money. And now they want to try to like, they're forcing, like I get the messages too. They want us to pay them for ads and so that people can see our videos. And it's, oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention earlier in the show is we now hit 3,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. Hey. But here's the problem. Those 3,000 people don't automatically see our videos when they go out, which they that should. Sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as soon as this video is posted, they should all get a, a notification. But, like, it's it, YouTube does crazy, like, shenanigans with that stuff because mm-hmm. they want you to pay them for advertising to guarantee that you can get eyes on your videos. Because they want money. Yes. But if they just put, if they just let us monetize and then showed our 3,000 subscribers our videos, they'd make money. 
So. Not as much as they could make if they just took it right from us. Roman Empire know. had this. They, the reason the Roman Empire was so successful is because before then, people, these vast empires would move into these new territories and they would try to strip away the culture of the, the indigenous people. And so you're one of us now. You worship our gods now. Rome didn't do that. Rome took someone over and goes, do what you want. We just want to get paid. Right. Worship yep. who you want to worship. You can even have your own local government keeping things exactly the way they were. But at the end of the day, you render onto Caesar. And it's uh-huh. been the same ever since. You can do what you want, say what you want. But at the end of the day, you render onto Caesar. Yeah, we render Investment a lot onto Caesar. Investment yes, groups do. are the old way. We, and they've been taking over everything. By the I way, mean, stay- investment groups, look at how much we pay in taxes. It's ridiculous. We render on to Caesar. Do what you want. That's everything. We, the yep. U.S. has probably the lowest tax. It does. Um, we, yes. <laughs> then compared yeah. to Europe, yeah. It's by, cheap. By, way less taxes by here. You want to know where all our money is going? Ask them why we're, bailing, why we're still giving billions of dollars to oil companies when they already make billions in revenue per, per quarter. And, and why... They can't tell where sixty percent of the was it the defense budget goes. They do audits every year and they can't find sixty percent of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. no, we we yeah, it's there. There are reasons why we have. But anyway, steganography is the, the first line of defense. For this On my thing. wrestling show, I my my co-host is, works for the Air Force. He's a big wig in the Air Force, and I've almost got him to admit that the government will admit that they have cont- that they have contacted aliens and have gotten technology from them. Almost got him to admit it. It's a thing. It's going to happen. It's true. I highly doubt that nobody be interested in us. We are the human race is so infantile right now. But We're not could, even amoebas. But, they but how rule. do you know? Yeah, how do you know? Maybe they play. Maybe where they come from is worse than here. It's like Gary. People come to Garrett from Gary, Indiana all the time. Wow, this is so much better here. <laughs> I will always bury the great state of Indiana, given any chance. All right. I think we've uh, beaten the great this. filters, but okay. <laughs> I think we've beaten this topic enough. Yeah, let's go. Oh, wait, wait. To bed. Alien war. Alien war. <laughs> let's go. V it comes back to yeah. V. <laughs> always. V or feet. One or the other. All right. Got Get me Will Smith on, on the phone. <laughs> He's not busy let's, right now. Yeah. Let's wrap this one up. Your slapping power is enough to, to kill an alien. <laughs> he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, man. That's going to live on for decades. People are like, remember the time that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars and everybody was like, holy shit, that was real? Let's Epic. see an AI uh, come up with that. <laughs> yeah, you can't AI that. No. All right. Let's, let's wrap this one up. You guys have any recommendations or what did you learn on the show this week? And John, you can go first. I learned that you should learn that you should listen to JD more. God, um, I miss you guys. My ego is feeling great tonight. <laughs> and as far as my recommendations are concerned, go take a look, go to YouTube and check out the trailer for One Piece. If you're not interested in anime, don't, but otherwise do. That's all I got for today. Conversational narcissist. <laughs> nice. All right, JD. I don't have anything to recommend because I just spent the last two weeks coaching. So my 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 consumption of media is like super down. I'm going to go watch some TV and read some books over the next week because I'm by myself, which is nice. School's not. I went to my office at school. Everything's torn up. They're cleaning right now. Like they're waxing floors. So I'm like, oh, I can't do nothing here. So I'm going to watch some TV. But as of right now, I got nothing. I learned that I learned the AI situation is probably more complicated than we see it as but i think that treating it like this boogeyman gives it more power than it probably deserves yeah. when it should probably just be as addressed like 
any problem that we as a society have come across and we need to, if we don't tame it, it takes control, right? So we got to figure out how to temper it and make it work for us. Cause we've all seen the matrix and I don't hmm. look good in tight leather. <laughs> all right. Uh, nice. I learned that when JD is off for a week and then comes home to an empty Ooh. house, he's on fire. I was good this week, man. I feel he is on fire. Yeah, <laughs> episode title. Uh, JD on fire. Yeah, like the girl on fire from from Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, Drew just said what? I don't even know what that's for, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Recommendations. I'm going to recommend that you check out Damage Inc. by our good yeah. friend James Burton because my comics launch, bro. We might have an announcement about that comic coming up because John created a monster. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <sighs> um, and I didn't yeah. even use ChatGPT to do it. <laughs> Look, I can't wait for the horror movies that are going to come out because, like, you know, there's a ton of in- low-budget indie filmmakers have all these like AI horror movies in mind, like about killer algorithms and stuff like that. The next two years are going to be Lawnmower Man. That was not great. Uh, <laughs> that's, did you know that Stephen King made more money off the Lawnmower Man than any other property he ever did because of his lawsuit with him? nice oh wow twice he sued them twice because they said Stephen king's lawnmower man he's like i didn't write this so he <laughs> sued them got a lot of money and then they did the video he did it again and he sued them again and won a ton of money nice oh there you go i also recommend com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media at the top of the page comic book reviews by our good friend Kristen, and so much more if you're watching this right now and you have not hit that subscribe button yet, click it now. Hit that bell for notifications. If you're watching this after the fact, leave a comment. Leave a we really appreciate it. It helps the algorithm tell more people that we're here. And yeah, that think about does it for this week. Oh wait. Yeah, we're gonna do it. I also recommend if you haven't read The Last Ronin before, go go pick that up digitally or physically however you consume your comics because we will be talking about that next week here on the can, podcast can we get don back on the show we haven't had don on the show in a while i, I want to hear his voice that'd be fine as i just i having a comic guy back right don okay. you're listening. i know you're listening come back we love you we miss you <laughs> son's got a good point here he says i'm not sure if you guys do youtube shorts but that do generate more audience but that that's true actually we put a short out every week mm-hmm. it's just an ad for the show but yeah All right. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.